Welcome, everyone, to the After Hours Adventures podcast. It is five o'clock somewhere, and that somewhere is here. I am your host, Jonathan Eugene Yan, joined once again by my lovely returning players, Michelle Ahn. Yep. Eric McGill. Hello. And Kylie Gibson. Welcome back. Welcome back, indeed, to our second session of our campaign. If you missed the first one, please scroll down or up. I don't actually know what direction it'll be, but catch that one first. You'll want to see what happened. Before we start today's session, let's do a very quick recap. Last time, our wonderful players met each other at the Twin Feathers Tavern, which was run by the Bravebeak family. They entered one by one, having kind of awkward interactions with Tawny, the daughter of the Bravebeak family who was manning the entrance, and eventually managed to meet each other. And We were introduced to the lovely and thoroughly disgusting Tara. We were introduced to the slightly edgy and definitely intimidating Tucker. And we were introduced to the cheerful, charming Davina. Through a awkward conversation, you guys gathered a little bit of information about each other before the owner of the tavern came out upon Davina breaking a glass of wine by accident that Tucker had ordered. He very quickly dispelled any strange beliefs about each other that you guys had and kind of maybe flushed out some of your secrets accidentally to the surface before leaving and telling you guys that a bounty was a good way to make money. However, doing one by yourself was very, very dangerous and so your group decided to do it together. After a display of strength outside by Davina, Tucker decided to follow suit and showed Tara and Davina exactly why he was stealthy and exactly how stealthy he could be. After this conversation, you all decided to finally take a look at the bounty that had been sought after so heavily. The bounty for 100 gold in exchange for the death or capture of the escaped demon Mogren, who had broken into Caliwek. And that is where we are now. So you all are standing around this bounty paper that Davina had placed on the ground. How would you guys like to proceed? So, could you walk us through what information is on this piece of paper? I most certainly can. So, the first bit of information is obviously the creature's name, Mogren. It is a demon kind that takes the appearance typically of a giant toad. It is a frog monster. Monster is a bit of a heavy term. It's a frog creature. We are equal opportunist hunters here. <laughs> um, and additional information is that it is a shapeshifter, but again, it prefers the form of a giant toad. It snuck out of Zorak recently, the kingdom of the demon and devil kind. It is most likely to be found in the sewers. And if you would like to have access to the sewers, you will need to show this piece of bounty to a town guard. Um, and it does detail a specific location that they believe that it will be nearby once you drop into the sewers. The reward for this is 100 gold and also favor from a noble family. Okay. I don't know if I'm smart enough to do this, but step one is find an expert on giant toad. So is there anyone who would know more information about this guy or do we have to go in blind? You guys could probably go to one of the embassies in town. There is an embassy of Zorak where you might be able to ask. You aren't, you can't be sure that they'll actually tell you the truth, mind you. But you could probably go and speak with someone there and ask them, kind of, you know, a little bit about a uh, little bit about Mogren. Okay. What is it? Or can they? Ooh, do I want to go in and be like, "Hello, I have fresh soul, but I have questions." <laughs> I think that they will, uh... Oh, they're not allowed to do anything to you in Caliwek. I see. But they're 
They're going to try to convince try. you, but... So I don't have to give up willingly. Interesting. What do you think? When we go to the embassy, are we technically on foreign soil? No. <laughs> no, no, that, that's, a, that's a fair question. Like, yeah. am I going to walk in and just immediately get my soul sucked? No. They will try their hardest to convince you. So if Mo- Mogren is a shapeshifter, and let's say he's in his like loop, or his big toad form, would Beast Bond work with him in that form? No, oh. he is not a beast. Oh, okay. He is specifically a demon kind that has taken the form of a beast. His intelligence and wisdom and such are different stats. However, his, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think it's likely we will get any information from the demon embassy. I doubt it hurts to try. Should we try or should we go in blind? Or should we get should we get stuff before we go? It is also worth noting that it is Zorak, the embassy from Zorak, not the demon embassy. They are different because there are also devils in Zorak. Mm. Oh. That is a dangerous line of thought that some from Zorak might find offensive. Mm, okay. I don't want to offend the, uh, the devils. <laughs> I can't offend the devils, though. No. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah, it could be fun to just go in blind. Hello. To go in blind. As a rogue with shady pass, mm-hmm. would I happen to know other ways of getting into the sewers that don't involve passing guards? You do know other ways into the sewers. You don't need to use them necessarily because you actually do have a essentially a pass into the right, sewers. Right. But you could definitely you do have other ways in. Which means I also know other ways out. Correct. Okay. Just wanted to check that before we went. I will say this. You have a surface level understanding of the sewage network because that is how people also smuggle stuff typically mm-hmm. so i would i would know some of the more common passageways correct and also there might be a few that are specifically used by thieves to avoid guard detection okay. although again in this situation you are actually on the side of the law and in this city do guards have a history of abusing their power no Okay. Not in the conventional sense. They are, again, less, much less concerned with the going-ons of the citizens and more so about identifying and capturing creatures that are not supposed to be there. That being said, when there are creatures like Mogren that are very sneaky, stealthy, and hide a lot, it's a little bit harder for them to get access to them because Town Guard is very suspicious. Oh, very us, Very conspicuous. So, Terra doesn't know anything about demons uh-huh. or devils. Uh-huh. And I need to know a lot more about demons or devils before going down there. Do I know anything about demons or devils? Surface level stuff. Do I? Same. <laughs> who does? Who knows more than that, other than the embassy? We could talk to uh, some older folks. Might Kugath. be able to tell you some stuff. He might know. He's a wizard. Kugath, the uh, the Aarakopra who owns Twin Feathers. I feel like he'll try to dissuade us. Mm, it kind of seemed like he gave us his blessing. All right. He did kind of push us together. So then. As Tara, I'm reading this, and I think the first thing that I would say is, all right, where can we get more information on this guy? We could always go to Kugath. <laughs> you think Kugath will tell us, Davina? Yeah, Kugath's really smart. I'm sure he'll know all the answers that we need. Let's go ask Kugath. You heard the girl, let's go. 
So you guys walk back inside? Yes. You guys walk back inside. You see that, just like before, there are three tables in the middle, and two of them are currently occupied. It seems like the table full of people that look like they could be town guards is maybe finishing up, but the other table still has people there. You see that just as before, Tawny is at the front, kind of manning the, uh, the front, and she you immediately hear her start going into a spiel. Hi! Welcome to the... Oh! Oh, you're back. Hi, bestie! Hey, bestie! Long time no see! Uh... <laughs> Are you are uh, who are your friends? Where's Kugaf? Oh, oh, my dad. Uh-huh. Uh oh, um, I can call him over if you want. Do it. Oh, 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 okay. She kind of like exchanges a weird look with Davina, like a concerned look, and just kind of like scurries off. And you see, she goes in the middle of the room, looks up at the great horned owl, and just kind of starts waving her hand. And then you see um, a few moments later, the great horned owl kind of flies down through the rafters and goes into presumably the kitchen before coming back out and resting again. A little while passes again, and Kugaf reemerges. Ah, yes, you have returned. How may I help you? So, we're trying to find this Mogulm guy, and we know, like, nothing about him. Do you know anything about him that could help us? I'm sorry, you said Moglin? Mogrin? Ah, Mogrin. I have yes. never met a Mogrin. What is this related to the bounty? Yeah, and if you don't know this guy in particular, do you know anything about demons or devils? Uh, a fair bit. <laughs> I used to hunt them a little bit. They used to pop up on the bounties occasionally. You must know a lot about how to kill them. Any advice? Well, I more so tried to do the capturing idea instead of killing them. I've found that, interestingly enough, when you save them, sometimes it helps out later down the line, but to each their own. It is also significantly more difficult to just capture one as opposed to killing it. How do you contain it? I had my methods, although in this specific case, I don't believe either any of you will have the same access that I did. I essentially was casting a higher level spell called Chaos on them at a certain point to force them to basically bind their will. So, Mogrin, I'm assuming due to the fact that Davina was able to get access to the bounty at all, that it's not a extremely dangerous creature, but it's probably still fairly dangerous. Uh, what form does it take? A smooth-bellied toad with large horns. Interesting. Well, it doesn't seem like it would be taking its normal form here. It's a very conspicuous form, although demons typically choose for conspicuous forms. Toads. Toads. Well, I'm imagining it'd like to be near some form of liquid, most likely. They say it's in the sewers. Ah, of course. Not my favorite place to track down creatures. I'm sure you can imagine why. What weaknesses can we exploit? Well, I don't know much on the realm of weaknesses, but I can't imagine... I'm sorry, there there seems to be a miscommunication. Is it going to be in a, in a small horned toad form here? Because that is not how demons typically show themselves. He's a slippery one. Okay. He can kind of be whatever he wants to be, it seems like. Kind of like me. I see. I see. Just because I, I'm wondering because these demons, see, they have their normal demonic forms, but they also typically take on a larger or more powerful shape when it comes to dealing with hunters, with town guard. 
You're right. There wasn't a giant in front of the ah. giant horned smooth-bellied toad. Ah, so it is a giant toad. Yes. That does change things a bit. It will very likely try to swallow you and digest you and eat you. Delightful. That will most likely be its main plan. Obviously, as you can imagine, toads can jump very far. They also are able to swim. Um, there's not much else that I could tell you, unfortunately. How big is big? Roughly eight feet tall. That's like two of me. Yeah. Eight. Wow. Eight feet. <sighs> My God. They are quite bulky as well. They can take a fair number of hits, typically. However, again, the, the most dangerous thing I would say is for giant toads, I believe I've... I vaguely remember hearing from someone in the past that had fought one. Their main objective in combat is to bite and then swallow you. And if you are swallowed, you cannot do much from the inside of its stomach, as you might imagine. Goody! Yes. <laughs> well, I had mentioned earlier that this was not a easy task. Nor one still that I encourage, Davina. But I'd rather you at least have people going with you than trying to face a giant toad by yourself. Can anyone throw a javelin? I cannot. I have a stick. <sighs> She can transform it into a javelin. Can you transform the broom into a javelin? Can you? More like a club, but maybe if you throw the club. I think we need something sharp and piercy. I only have lodas. I have a rapier and daggers. I mean, at the end of the day, damage is damage, right? If you bludgeon the creature, or if you stab the creature, or slash it, it's all the same. Puga. Hmm. Do demons have any... General resistances to magic or other attacks. If it were a more primal or powerful demon, not that those from what I've heard are really around anymore, or from my studies has anyone really had to encounter those, then yes, it would likely not be affected by fire, as well as several other forms of pain. However, if it was that kind of creature, then the entire town guard would not be enough to take it down. So, if I got swallowed, but then I transform into something big, what happens to it? If it was large enough, it might throw up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You will be covered in very gross stuff. I want you to get swallowed by something small, and then you transform <laughs> and just blow it up. <laughs> I thought of that scene from the end of Kingsman where all the heads are blowing up. And like, oh. I'm imagining you transforming into a fly. And going into a normal-sized toad. Oh, and then yeah. turning into, like, a bear. <laughs> <sighs> She's not Animorphs, bro. <laughs> so, do you have any other questions for me? Where can we go to get some good demon fighting gear? Demon fighting gear? Yeah. Do you need a sword? I think we need more than close-up knives. I think we need to be able to attack this thing from far away. Do any of you know how to fight a creature from far away? I have a short bow. I have spell. Is there any way we can figure that out before we go? For you, you are are also able to use short bows. Okay. I think we can probably just beat this thing in a straight-up fight. Alright! In which case, thank you, Kugaf. Of course. Best of luck, and uh, try not to die out there. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. We won't. He nods to you and kind of goes back to the back, and immediately you guys start to smell and hear like cooking. <laughs> Would you guys like to head out now? Hey, Tortle. 
<laughs> How do we get into the sewers? Given the current circumstances, we should probably just go in the main route. You heard the man? Uh, thing. <laughs> I guess we better get going. Alright, so yeah, we're, we're running. <laughs> Let's jog in place in our chairs. How long do we do this for, DM? I'm so concerned. I'm gonna knock that over. The if we die, we die. If we die, we die. <laughs> the, uh, the, the paper does have directions about where to go and in terms of, like, it has, like, a small little mapping area. And I'll say that you guys, the two of you know the city well enough to know where you guys know where it is. It is in this quadrant of the city. It is in this area of the, uh, the kingdom. You guys go over to it, and after a little bit of walking, I'll say, like, 30 to an, an hour of walking, you guys eventually stumble across a single, very bored-looking town guard kind of leaning on a spear that's been kind of poked into the ground that's almost half falling asleep. You see, it is a fairly young human man. Definitely doesn't have any, like, acne anymore or anything like that, but it's still fairly young, and is just kind of leaning against it, and it's wearing this patchy armor, almost drifting off to sleep as he sees you guys approach. Uh, 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 hi. Um, can I attempt to charm him? Wait, we can just go. Oh, 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 <laughs> Let the woman try. Let her shoot her shot. She's a young woman. He's a young man. <laughs> can I, uh, can I help you guys? Divina, the bounty. Oh, yeah. Bounty? Um, we're you're, looking you're for here this... for a bounty. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Um. Uh, sewers. Thanks. Oh, uh, 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 you have the, the, the paper? Oh, yeah, right here. Oh, uh, can I just... Uh, looks at the paper, kind of just wiping his eyes a little bit. Mowbrain, uh, okay. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. Down there. Uh... Oh, uh, if you die, you die, uh, the, the city doesn't take responsibility, blah, 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 have fun. That's good day. Mm. And he kind of, like, moves out of the way, and you see he pulls his spear out of the ground, and you, it shows that he was actually standing on a manhole cover, and he stabs the spear into, like, a slot, and just uses his weight, and <laughs> lifts up the, the metal grate, and kind of gestures, and you see that there's a... Essentially metal rungs, like ladders. The stone, actually, not metal. Have fun. You, you, you might be a tight fit. He gestures <laughs> towards Tucker. And kind of, you see him kind of blinking more now, and is like, "What are you?" Not important. Clearly, uh, I feel that. Have fun. <laughs> Clearly, does not seem to care about like what is going on here. I'll go first. Okay. Roll the figure out if you fit. No, oh, no, no, you, you, you fit. You fit. Um, <laughs> we have to find another way in because I'm too fat. Who goes so... stuck in the manhole for five hours <laughs> until they can cut me out? <laughs> We're standing there just like waiting. <laughs> this is the stealthy road. God damn it. <laughs> All right, so. Tucker, you're going first. Yes. Who is going uh, second? I will go second. Followed by Tara will go second. Tara and followed by Davina. Cool. As you guys land, you guys are immediately hit with a very, very foul scent of feces and discarded waste. It smells like absolute shit down here. 
smells like home a little bit. <laughs> I'm so sorry to say, but Terra it does smell like home. But yeah, you guys land in this kind of sewer system uh, into some very gross water. Um, you notice side to side there is, it is essentially kind of like a dugout uh, sewer. It's all dirt and such, but the foundation seems strong enough to where it isn't affecting anything. You guys are like a good 10 feet below the surface, so you guys had to go down for a little bit. Um, I will say Davina and Tara, I'm so sorry, but the water is high enough to where your shoes are soaked. My outfit! Oh my god! The world it's is, ruined! The world is shit and shit our people. You guys see that the area that you guys went down it is the end, it seems like, of a connective tunnel. And behind you guys is just a wall, and in front it seems like it curves around a little bit of a bend and continues going onward. I suggest, before we move forward, that we all try to be at least a little sneaky here. We'd rather get the jump on the demon than have the demon get the jump on us. Can they see in the dark? Uh, oh, I can. No. Oh, my goodness. Portal oh. cannot see in the dark. With huh? both of them? No, I can see in the dark. Okay. The two of you have dark vision. The turtle does not have dark vision. It is completely dark down here. What if we hold hands? You could. You can hold his hand. Do you want to hold my hand? Is there nothing else that would allow me to tell what's going on? In terms of vision, I mean, you guys could light something. Turn, oh, like, activate I have a light. light the only thing is, is that you guys can't exactly be stealthy in that case. Yeah. No, yeah, that completely gets rid of the stealth. Have good vision. I mean, it's a demon. He most likely has dark vision. Alright. Are there rats in this sewer? Probably. Can I use animal friendship to converse with them to see if they know where Mogren is? You would need to look around for a bit to see if you find a rat. I That's like a this good plan. idea. Okay. Can you find a rat? Yeah, so I can first so does that mean we we don't need to be stealthy anymore? Oh. <laughs> I believe we should still be stealthy, even okay. if you find a rat to show us where to go. We okay. want to be able to sneak up on Mogren. You can right. point me in the direction of the giant toad, and I can walk up and stab it. But you're not going to see my hand pointing. I can feel you point. Oh, wow, that's cool. It's like a superpower. No, I meant like with my my claws here. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Physically. have to remember, all three of us are low intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, this, this thoroughly checks out. Let's find a rat. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so... Let's find a rat! So, what are you guys looking at me for? Roll. Don't worry about it. You made a face. Don't worry about it. You look surprised. Did we find the rat? <laughs> Don't worry about it. So, what is what is your guys' walking order? Uh, I think... The same I, as the... I'm in the front. Oh. Okay. And then... I would be in the middle, middle. because I can't middle. see right now. Okay. But we're also exactly not, like, walking. We're, like, sneaking. Okay. Uh, would you guys like to give me a group stealth check, then? Ooh, yeah, so, that. everyone roll... I'm sorry, but with disadvantage, because you can't see. Even with them guiding you... You won't know if there's like ledges and stuff unless you guys are constantly talking, which is so just gonna make you guys not be able to stealth. Okay. So everyone roll, and then Eric will have to roll twice. And okay, I got a nat twenty on the first one. Oh wow, that is so tragic. And oh. a five plus so six five. is eleven. Eleven. Twelve. Twelve. Eight plus two. So Three it plus was six a, lot there. <laughs> a ten, eleven, and twelve. Mm-hmm. So average eleven. Cool. So you guys start to kind of feel your way around and kind of walk through this uh, this tunnel. As you guys kind of hit a bend, you guys turn the corner and 
see and hear. You guys see the little skitterings of some tiny little rats. There are two of them specifically that seem to be just kind of there uh, conversing with each other a little bit. What would you guys like to do? Stop. Call them over. I'm going to do like a really soft... <clears throat> and then I go silent for a bit, closing my eyes. And I cast animal friendship on myself. Or sorry, not animal friendship. Speaking with animals. Okay. This, this is a ritual act. Uh, ritual action, so I am gonna have to take a minute. Are you gonna do it as a ritual? Yes. So that'd be 11 minutes. So to explain as a reminder, because it's been a while since we've done this, for spellcasting, there are spells that are ritual spells. If you prepared those for the day, you can cast those for free without using a spell slot if you added 10 minutes on the casting time. Alternatively, you can use a spell slot and use the shorter time. I think we have time for you to cast it for free, right? Okay. Free cast. Because we're not moving, we're just sitting there in the dark. That's right. true. Uh, describe how you start to do your ritual. I start to pull out a couple of items that I have in my pack. It's a little bit of flour, a little bit of salt, <laughs> some leaves maybe. And I start to kind of, because I have a lot of time, I, I pick out like a small mortar that I have. And I just start grinding all of those materials in it to create a really fine powder. After which point, I snort it. <laughs> <laughs> a little druggy. <laughs> so uh, Davina starts to... Her eyes dilate. <laughs> Davina it's starts like to prep goes. this ritual. Um, as you are standing here, I need you and Tara to both give me a luck check. So just a raw d20. Davina, you're going to be rolling with disadvantage. Well, we both got 13. Oh, well, unfortunately, as I said, Davina's rolling with disadvantage. Nine. Davina, as you are standing here, focused on this spell, I'm imagining, do you move to the front of the group? Or do you stay in the back? No, I just stay right Okay. As you are concentrating, as you are looking through the darkness, as uh, from behind you, um, Tucker, you can hear like the... Like the little noises that Davina's making as she's doing this ritual. You are bitten from behind, Davina, by a massive creature... Doing a total of six damage as you are bit in the back and you turn and see the glowing red eyes of a giant rat. It is easily the size of you laying on the ground, essentially. It is about as big as you and it goes... Everybody roll initiative for me. Fuck, make it your friend. Oh my god! Yeah, no, use the She is not through uh, doing the spell yet. Oh god, I got a four. I got 16 plus 1 is 7. 5. So that was a 17 from Terra. A, was it a 6 from... Portal. Okay, from Tucker. Tucker. 5 from Davina. Oof, brutal. With the dexterity modifier? Yeah. Oh. That was with mine too, I have plus 2. Oh! Oh! Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. You guys do see upon this attack and this hissing, the two rats that were previously fooling you guys by pretending to converse with each other are now also getting ready to attack these invaders. Um, your friends suck. <laughs> <laughs> are you hurt? Uh, I'm like. Also, I would like to point out that was a crit <laughs> for six damage. Oh no, no wonder. <laughs> yeah. Okay, first in the initiative order, Terra, that is your turn. You hear. <laughs> And Davina just cries out, probably, at, while trying to snort flour. 
Um, it goes a little too far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you turn around and you immediately see just a massive rat. You don't have these in the depths? You do, Tara. actually, but people normally, like, report them that they're there and everyone stays the fuck clear until <laughs> town guard take care of them. Okay, so I want to attack this rat because that needs to- that needs to go. I want- I don't have any- any spells to You cast, do have a rapier. You have a pointy stick. Can I stab it in the jugular? No, I'm in the front. She's in the back. You can just move, too, and stab. Okay. I'll on your turn, you can. I'll, I'll explain this more as it goes. But on your turn, you can use your movement. You can use your action, bonus action, in any order, and you can split yep. the movement up yep. before and after actions. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. Okay. In which case, um, or do I want to heal Divina? So you do have a spell that is a bonus action, so you could bonus action heal and then also stab. Oh yeah. As your main action, if you'd like. Let's do that. Okay. So that would be healing word. Fight! You yell this at Davina. Go ahead and roll me a d4 plus your charisma modifier. Two plus three is five. So you heal her for five HP. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. And that was your bonus action. What would you like to do now? I would like to run up to this. Giant, right? Uh, Okay. Yeah, I'd like to waddle up to this. (laughs) <laughs> giant rat and stab him in the neck okay roll a d20 plus your attack bonus from your rapier seven plus three is ten that unfortunately does not hit you try to rush forward and stab at it however you're a little bit shaky maybe from the <laughs> intensity of this encounter and you hit the ground as the giant rat kind of just dodges out of the way <laughs> all right that is the end of Terra's turn. That is now, I'm so sorry, the giant rat's turn. The giant rat sees that... Well, the giant rat isn't that smart, but the giant rat sees that uh, Davina is already still looking pretty fine, and also that this strange little hairy creature just ran it and tried to stab it, so it's going to try to bite at Terra, going for your hand after you sta- try to stab at it. That is a 19 to hit. Oh, yes, ma'am. Does that hit? Yeah! Okay. Uh, that is going to be six damage. Oh my gosh. I rolled high on the damage dice, I'm sorry. My goodness. So you basically try to rush at it and stab at it, and it just jumps back and jumps forward and <laughs> bites at your hand. Uh, you can already feel just like throbbing from that hand. It's not, it could get infected, but it's not poison damage or anything like that. That is the giant rat's turn. Tucker, that is now your turn. Oh, thank God. You know, relatively speaking, where things are happening, but you do not have vision, so if you make attacks, they will be with disadvantage. I would like to withdraw my rapier and walk up to the rat. Okay. And attack. Chance to hit. 15 on the first one. Let that be the lowest. 11 plus 4. 15. 15 does hit, uh, and you can add your sneak attack damage too, which I believe is an extra d6. Alright. Oh, 8. So you do 8 damage. Finish it. It only had 70 HP. Finish it. With disadvantage, stabbing in the dark. Tucker (laughs) crawled through the dark, could hear the the rat making all these disgusting noises as it bit into Terra. (laughs) I would draw my rapier 
and I blindly stab forward into the dark. And I just hear this squishy, like, as one of its eyes just pops. I manage to hit it right in the eye, and I just hear its giant corpse fall to the floor, splashing in the muck in the sewage. You went through its eye and into its brain. Very awkwardly yes. aimed, just me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. In the dark. In the dark. <laughs> that is the end of your turn. Davina, that is your turn. There's still the small rats, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I, I just recovered from being bit to be like, oh, oh it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna cast Shalele onto my broomstick. Okay, bonus action. Yes, and I'm gonna attack one of the rats. Okay, uh, you rush up to one of the rats. It's only like ten feet away. You rush up to it. You use your movement. Uh, roll to see if you hit. Shalele no. two. <laughs> <laughs> what does that equal? Six. Oh, you rush up and just battle cry. Ah, we could have been friends. You smack the ground and splash water all over these rats. Uh-huh. Go, go ahead and roll me an intimidation check. Actually, I love how the two people who can see are the ones who can't hit. Fifteen. You see, these rats look thoroughly scared. They are cowering and fierce. Um, that goes back around to Tara. So I am going to, can I cast Cure Wounds on myself? Yes. I'd like to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Okay, that is your main action, so that's all you're going to be able to do this round, except for Bark Inspiration if you want. That's fine. Am, am I, are y'all cool with that? <laughs> what does Inspiration yeah. do? Uh, gives a, another player a d6 to use on top of a d20 roll. I'd like to cast Cure Wounds, please. It's a d8 plus your Charisma modifier. It's a 2. So plus that three, is... Two plus three is five. Mm-hmm. Also, you heal for almost the same amount. Okay. So that is Terra's turn, and the giant rat is dead. It was next in the t- uh, turn initiative. Tucker, that is your turn. Okay. Um... You cannot really see the rats. They are making slight squeaking noises, though. All right, so roll disadvantage to attack. Are you going to? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you walk up, and you're going to try to stab at one of these tiny little rats. Oh, fuck. What was oh, that? no! That's a two. Oh, yeah, that... <laughs> two is with two today! Even with your modifier, I'm pretty sure that already misses. Yeah? Yeah. No, no reason to roll again? You I can roll see again. I would have been. A ten. Oh. That would have been six. Yeah, that does not hit. You walk up and just kind of blindly stab into the ground, you hit rock. Uh, that is now Davina's turn. We'll do another Shillelagh attack. Okay. 20. Not 20. Uh, that is 2d8s plus your wisdom modifier. She kills both of them. <laughs> In cold blood. 16. <laughs> you Wait. do 11 points of damage. Plus 11. Seven plus, oh, it's not 2-7. Sorry. Uh, you pulverize one of these rats. You turn it into paste. It did not... It once existed. It no longer... They have 1 HP. I see. Um, as you do this, you <laughs> blast the fuck out of this thing right next to the other rat. The other rat just kind of turns and looks at its former friend that is now paced, and turns to you and just rolls over with its belly up. It has surrendered. Oh, I was like, oh, I didn't good. want to do this. Oh, as you're standing like, I don't want to, I don't want to. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
gun. Vaporized it. I'm going to turn towards Tucker and go, I like her. <laughs> Me <think> too. <laughs> We're, we're out of initiative order. It has fully surrendered. You can do whatever you want with it. You see it's just kind of squeaking really lightly and gently like while it's like on... It has its back. It's so small, it's almost like being drifted along in the gross oh. water. It's just like... Squeak! Can I speak animals with it now? Oh, sp- <laughs> no. uh, are you going to do ritual cast? Uh, should we not risk it? Should we just cast it? Well, we already got it. I mean, at risk of being really no, no, dumb. No. We already we got need, attack. We still need the info. Get the yeah. info from the rat. So okay. I'm thinking ritual. So still wait the time? Yeah. At risk of being dumb, <laughs> let's wait again. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we don't get attacked. There, there's only I so mean, many giant rats in the sewers. I mean, reduce that? Like, I, can, can she stand lookout while we're Yeah, yeah. Okay. Alternatively, you guys can, like... I mean, it might be easier also to just like create lights around you guys or something like that for you guys to be able to well, better then, see. Uh, the choke guy would be like, oh, light down something. Yeah. yeah, I was like, man, I lost all of my powder. I guess I gotta start again. Jesus Christ. So you're gonna spend the 11 minutes to do yeah. ritual cast? Okay. So you yeah. spend the 11 minutes, uh, nothing happens this time. You guys Yay. aren't interrupted or anything like that. And at the very end of it, you are able to speak with animals. Okay. Awesome. Sick. I'm gonna be like, hey buddy, have you seen a little, like a big toad around here? <laughs> Is that a yes? I kind of need a yes from you. You see, it looks like it's hyperventilating. <laughs> it is terrified. I was like, it, it's okay, buddy. I'm one with nature, too. It, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining this poor hyperventilating rat looking over at his yeah. friend. <laughs> sure, he, you're one it, with nature. It does, it does indeed look over at its former friend. Just looks back at you. <laughs> Can I try to comfort it a little bit? How are you going to do that? Um, How would you like to do that, rather? Can I try to kind of do my best rat impersonation? Give it weed! She doesn't have weed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to dope up a rat. Oh, goodness. Yeah. That'll calm it down, guys. It just needs to chill. <laughs> Can I create, like, a sensory effect with Druidcraft? Sure, you're gonna try to do something like calming and stuff? Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll say go ahead and make a animal handling check to try to calm down this rat. Nine plus two. Eleven. Okay. You're able to, with this sensory effect, you create, like, a little swirl, I'll say, of gross toilet water um, that kind of like, <laughs> like surrounds it yeah surrounds it a little bit and you see the rat kind of looks entertained and interested by it and kind of slowly stop being as frightened kind of like look around and wonder and eventually when you stop doing the the little water show it is now just sitting and looking at you expectantly okay i'm gonna be like yeah buddy i'm not gonna hurt you i just need to find out where this large toad is okay can you show me where he is okay without yeah. grabbing his attention if possible just we just need the direction. That's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, let's go. Okay. You see, it just starts starting down. <laughs> As a reminder, animal friendship does not increase the intelligence of creatures. It just makes it so you can talk to them. Rats are pretty fucking dumb. Oh yeah, this one's speaking with animals. Yeah. I yeah. thought rats were really smart. 
<laughs> They're like dog level, aren't they? They can like know their name, their commands, that kind of stuff. This is a sewer rat, sir. Oh. <laughs> it's a plea rat. That's what I heard. Uneducated. <laughs> he didn't go to rat university. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Um, it's from the streets. <laughs> it's a rogue rat. You guys do see a little Target dagger in its mouth. Yeah, God. it's got a tattoo that says "mom." <laughs> so you guys see it starts kind of running down the sewer. Oh, we follow. Okay. <laughs> you guys start to follow it uh, as you guys round the, another few bends. Basically, you see that there was definitely a way to get lost in here. There's like several places where it's like a uh, fork in the road, or there's three options, or something like that. But this ride actually seems to know where it's going. As you guys travel, you do see that there's like random discarded garbage and such on the sides as well. You guys can't really tell exactly what it is, but you guys probably could look into it if you wanted. But as you guys continue. Eventually, the rat kind of stops. Okay. I guess this is it, buddy. <sighs> you see the rat, after having stopped, goes to a nearby mound of random shit and starts to dig in it, and then squats and takes a shit, and then runs back to you and looks up expectantly. I, I see. We have to go through that. We gotta go down there. Oh, God, no. Wait. <laughs> no. Are you telling me that this rat wants us to go... Into that pile of garbage you just took a shit in? It was a very small mound that it took a shit in. It was not something for you guys to like go into or anything like that. Oh, it's just like, I took shit, I got pet. confirm yes. that it's actually leading us to the toad, not just <laughs> shitting. Oh yeah, I'll ask, I'll be like, so this is where the large toad is? Okay. It nods. And then it holds out its little tiny hands. Shinies. It wants to be bribed. Shinies. Threaten to kill it. <laughs> Give it a copper. Give it one what copper. What do you? What it, is it actually referring to? Currency, or do you think it just means like anything? Shiny? Do you want to roll an insight check on it? Yes. Nineteen. Yeah, there's a lot of mounds here. It looks like the one it led you to was maybe its personal mound, and you see that there is shiny stuff in it. But it's like there's like a metal hair clip that looks like maybe a little fancier. There's like the cap to a flask. That's made of metal. There's like a few other things as well that are shiny. You do notice that, by the way, as you're looking at this, that all these other mounds also seem to have like little shinies here and there. I'll uh, I'll give them like a hairpin. Okay. Yeah. You pluck a hairpin from. I'll say you probably have a few in your pockets, and you kind of just hand it out to the the rat. The rat graciously accepts it and moves back over and digs through its pile. And you guys do actually see a few coins fall out. Oh. And it kind of buries it inside before like burying it back up and it looks over to you and then looks to in front of you guys where you guys see that there are three branches again and it gestures towards one of them. What oh. kind of coins? There's mostly copper, there's a few silver. Can I roll slide of hand? <laughs> You're gonna rob the rat! <laughs> Against the rat? Yeah. Sure. You fuck this up, man. Actually, no, you would not be able to see it. Oh, yeah. At oh, all. Oh. I wouldn't see it, never mind. No. I'm not gonna tell you either. And she wouldn't be telling me that no. there was coins. I forgot it. You heard uh, the damn. Coins, I, I wanted to steal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like, thanks, buddy, and I'm just gonna kind of use my thumb and like pet his head. It starts to chitter a little bit and sniffs at your finger. And then I pull it away just in case he bites me. <laughs> it looks the air where your finger was. Okay. It looks disappointed. Weirdly it sexual. goes back into its little burrow. Yeah, I guess this is it, guys. You're like, take care, and then I'm just gonna like head out. 
Can we proceed incredibly slowly from here so as not to alert the toad? Yes. I have a question. Can either of you produce light? Sure can. How does it work? Basically, I can put light into an object and that'll just stay lit for 20 minutes, I believe. Can it be an object across a room? Um, light requires touch. Touch? Okay. Yeah, never mind. But what we can do... Also, it's for an hour and no okay. concentration required. So if it's like a small object, can we put it in like a bag yeah. so that we can conceal it? Okay, so we could just do like a small object, put light on it, and if we need to be stealthy, we could just kind of put it away. My idea is to distract the toad by throwing the light in the bag past it. And then the light will fall out of the bag after we throw it. The toad will be interested and I can sneak up behind it. But how how are we going to get the light out of the bag? Podcast. He gestured to picking it up out of the bag and throwing it across the room. Theater of the mind. Yes, uh, he used the claw method. (laughs) (laughs) Any other ideas? I mean, what if we throw a coin? How will that help me see? So, you need to see. It would really help. (laughs) (laughs) Is there such a thing as, like, throwing a torch sneakily? You know, so, like, it doesn't... I mean, you can throw it, and, like, it really shouldn't make much noise as you throw it. It'll make a little bit because of the friction against your hand. But most of the noise will come from it whooshing through the air and falling. Every time you roll, I'm going to immediately look at your face just to check vibes. I have no idea what you're talking about, Kylie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, right? He's just over there with dice going... And then going... And then going... Mm, smirk. <laughs> like, just... They're about to die. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like we have a plan. Let's go. Down. Okay. So, way. what order should we go in? Davina. Davina first, Tucker in the middle, and Tara in the back. Sounds like a plan. So you guys proceed to start walking through. I'm assuming you guys are trying to stealth. We're being very sneaky, very slow. Okay, like everyone. Taking our time. Give me a group stealth check once again with disadvantage from Tucker, who cannot see. Not one. Oh, good God. I uh, uh, 11 plus 2. But I got a plus 6, so it's 7. Wait, this was disadvantage, right? Yeah. yeah. So that was a 13, 4, a 4, and then that 1. Plus 6. Uh, <laughs> skill checks, not 1, auto fail. So as you guys are walking through, so basically what happens is as you guys are walking through, essentially what happens is Davina, you kind of notice a little kind of mound on the ground. You kind of just walk over it without really thinking about it. However, you forget to kind of mention to the person behind you and... Tucker, your foot hits something kind of hard, and you immediately just fall forward directly onto Davina, and the sudden stop makes it so that Tara, who had noticed, by the way, that there was a mound, but also was kind of a little- you guys were all kind of tunnel vision a little bit. All of you end up basically collapsing on each other, folding forward like dominoes. And (laughs) the loudness echoes through the hallways, uh, through the the sewers, reverberates through, it just- your foot hits something like hard. So does the toad, does anything Nothing happen? Nothing seems to happen. You definitely make some noise. Well, I don't know, do we just keep stealthing? Or? I would like to hear some <laughs> stubborn toe noise. <laughs> how would, how would uh, Tucker sound if he stubbed his toe? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like the pug with the bones! <laughs> 
Tucker is now walking with a limp. <laughs> he is okay. he is very much in pain. <laughs> what happens immediately after all that noise? Complete silence. Yep. We don't hear anything approaching. You hear the drips and drops of mm. the sewers. So they know we're here. Given <laughs> yeah, given that stealth is completely out the window, I think now's a good time to, to cast light. light. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll cast light. Okay. What do you uh, cast oh, on? I need to cast on something. Oh god, there's gonna uh, be a fucking toad two feet in front of us. Oh <laughs> yeah. Ribbit. Like <laughs> Nemo with the anglerfish. Oh my god. You could light my rapier. You could. Okay, I'll do that. That Maybe sounds good. Maybe light my fire. So you light his rapier, and you guys immediately notice a slightly shiny glint from the ground. Oh. The thing that he tripped over. Okay. Oh, let's inspect it. I'd like to identify. So you guys kind of mess with it. It looks like one of these little mounds that the yeah. other rat had gone into before. However, as you kind of use your foot, perhaps. Who, who is doing the investigation of it? Because it's fairly small. I have a little goodness with investigation. Uh, give me an investigation or perception check. 19 plus 4 is 23. 23. Wow, that was a really fucking high roll. what it is. I better. (laughs) So, Tucker, as you examine this object that made you eat shit on the floor, um, and kind of prod at it and kind of stomp on a little bit and let the, uh, the objects that have been kind of over time formed into one through grime and dirt and just other nasty various substances, you find in total 25 silver and 22 gold. All that have kind of been melded into one by grime, dirt, slime. It is very, very gross currency. That's disgusting. Is there any way I can clean it? (laughs) Not with what you have with you right now. Everybody else does see this, by the way. By the way, I'm pocketing all of this and keeping it for myself. Are you guys doing anything as you watch this? 22 gold plus 7 gold is 29. (laughs) Sorry, what was that, Davina? Did you find any gold? I'll let him keep it for his suffering. Okay, fine. We got a Charlie horse over here. Charlie turtle. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we at? We, we successfully casted light, correct? correct? And it's on rapier. my rapier. Yep. Okay, and we see nothing around us. Nope. Can we do a perception check? Sure. Everyone? Everyone roll me perception checks. Okay, I got 15 plus... Four is 19. Nine plus two, 11. I got a six plus one, which is seven. Okay, so we had a seven, a nine. Eleven. Uh, seven, an eleven, and a nineteen. Across the board, there's not much else in this area. We have to figure out where this thing lives. I mean, the tunnel does continue. Let's just, oh yeah, let's just keep going. Let's All right. keep going. Is there any... I guess we should still be sneaky in case it doesn't actually see the way we think it would. I think... Or that... so that we it doesn't hear us coming. I think Davina should go into the front. She's the smallest. And then I should go in the middle. And then you should watch our backs of the light. That sounds fine to me. Proceed. Okay. So you guys continued on the hallway. Um, do you guys want to try to reroll stealth checks? I uh, won't get disadvantaged anymore. <laughs> I got 14. 6 plus 6 is 12. 14? 15 plus 2 is 7. Okay, so 17, 15, 12. Okay. You guys walk down the hallway, you guys manage to avoid making any additional noises for the most part. There's still occasionally the pitter-patters of you guys stepping in the muck. However, you guys are able to avoid making more noise. Although, of course, you guys do also just have a light with you. As you guys continue, you guys can kind of start to see, I'll say Davina and Terry, you guys are able to see it a lot better. But you guys kind of see further up ahead, around 30 to 40 feet away, it seems like this tunnel kind of opens up into a larger room. So, what is your marching order? 
Wait, oh, is it the same as? Is it still Davina, Tara, then Tucker? I'm in the back with the light. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. You guys start to approach this larger room as you guys kind of get more and more of an interview. You notice that it is a dome-like room. It seems like there is another room, or not another room, but another hallway, kind of continuing further down in the sewers. It is a little bit drier here. There's a little bit less muck. But yeah, as you guys enter into the room, you guys hear some rocks shift as you slowly fill out into the room. And you guys kind of scan the room around. Can everybody give me a perception check? All right. Let's Eric, see. Uh, oh, no. This room is a 30-foot radius. Uh, 10 plus 4 is 14. This is a perception check? Yes. Uh, 22? Did you get a nat 20? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm not even gonna roll for, uh... <laughs> fuck this, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna roll for, um, for more... You very modern. nearly cancelled that out. <laughs> she had a 2. Oof. 2 plus 1 is 3. <laughs> so, as you guys are entering, it makes sense that you're the first one. You are scanning the room, and you decide... You just hear something a little bit strange, and you decide to look directly up. And on the, this is a slightly higher and raised kind of room, on the roof of the room, so to speak, you see that there is a enormous toad looking down at you guys, glowing massive red eyes. Its mouth takes up most of its body. Its belly is bulging in the front. And you see as it stares down at you guys, it is chewing on the remains of some kind of humanoid. This is grotesque. As it chews on the creature, part of the creature's scarf that it was wearing when it was alive falls down. However, as you guys are looking up at it, the thing decides to swallow up what it was eating. Humanoid, easily the size of Tucker, leaps down with a massive as a little bit of dust actually is displaced as it looks down on you guys, it seemed to have turned its body in midair. It looks at all three of you with definitively intelligent eyes as it darts its eyes around at each of you before it opens its mouth and speaks. No weakness, intelligence. <laughs> God, we're so dumb. Mortals, I can smell your souls. Delicate, delicious, nutrition to last centuries. Come, morsels, fleshy containers of delicious souls, come into my belly. Everybody, roll initiative. Oh, look at us, a pair of twos. I, I hit his dice. I hit his no, dice. it was already two. It didn't change. <laughs> no, 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 but you stopped my dice from rolling. Oh, my two infected your dice. <laughs> Can I roll again, or is that a... Is that a okay, nope. two, two. So, but I do have plus two initiative, so that is a whopping four. I have plus one, I have three. I have 18. Oh. Go you go first. <laughs> And with that, we are already into our second combat of the campaign. Let's kill it. Let's oh, wait. <laughs> we captured alive, but let's kill it. I think you misunderstand, small reptile. Your soul tastes disgusting, but nutrition is nutrition, I suppose. Davina, you are up first. Okay. Ah, morsel. I sense a strange lightness from you. Are you possibly one of those damned celestial creatures? Damn right! Delicious. You and will be. I'm gonna cut him off 
by going into my starring form. Oh shit! Ex explain, <laughs> explain yourself. What is this? This is like a Sailor Moon instance. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Where with the glow of light, I slowly transform with glittery art, like armor pieces, which is still just like the, the leather yeah. armor. Uh, I grow kind of, um, you can see a constellation on my body where every joint is like a star. What? And I do like a spinny thing with a small, you can kind of he almost hear music in the background as I <laughs> I'm gonna glance over at Tara and say, are you seeing this? <laughs> I'm gonna respond, are you smelling this shit? <laughs> cool, so you emerge in victorious light, your hair alights with a starry flame. What would you like to do? I believe that was your action. Oh no, is that your bonus action? But, but yeah, bonus oh, action. Oh shit. Okay, so you go into bonus action. What form are you choosing? And for anyone at home that is wondering, this is the Circle of Stars Druid from Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. I allowed my players to choose from subclasses that were of a different flavor, and of course she chose this one. <laughs> so, as almost as a part of a cringy anime, I raise my hand into the sky, and there's a magic <laughs> light portal, and from it, I grab a giant bow. And I assumed the archer form. Some spice on my meal. Try your worst. That's a little too scalding for your taste. Try and me. I'm going to cast Ice Knife. Oh shit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you literally pull a fucking bow and arrow from the heavens made of light, and instead of using it, you're like, bitch! <laughs> Davina's from the streets, y'all. She wasn't using the ice knife to pull the bow. Oh, my god. She's bad. not using the bow with the ice knife? Oh my god. <laughs> Extra power. Make a attack roll and see if you hit. And then either way, it needs to make a deck saving throw, I believe. 15 plus 4. Jesus H. Christ. Yeah, that hits. Uh, let me roll his deck save. So he failed his dexterity saving yes! throw. So did you already roll the extra 2d6? Oh, uh, no, not yet. Okay, roll that. 9. Two, four. So that is a total of 15 damage. Fuck. You see this massive toe just land in front of you and start taunting you and your party, and then you fucking twirl on your toes as everything about you transforms, and you grab a fucking bow of light from the air, pull out a fucking ice knife out of god knows where, and chuck it, and it stabs deep into this toad's stomach before exploding in frost. That is the only appropriate noise to make after doing something like that. Yeah. This is the it, child we brought with us. Yeah. <laughs> the frost kind of settles a little bit, and you see that the toad is definitely wounded, but looks more so annoyed and pissed off than anything. I thought we were talking about spices. Why have you brought ice to this kind of fight? I'm kind of a well-rounded girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well-rounded. Ah, I'm sure you'll have plenty of nutrition. The radiance it burns quite well. That is your turn, Tucker gonna do the short one. Okay, so roll to see if you hit. 7 oh. plus 4 is 11. That misses. No. Or actually, oh no, that is its AC. Uh, that hits. Told you. It All hits, right. roll damage, that is a d6 plus yep. your dexterity modifier. Which is 2. Oh, 6. Ooh. Oh shit. Plus 2 is 8. Damn, maximum damage, maximum damage, we love to see it. Yeah. Uh, you pull the bow back. It flies through and kind of sinks directly into the, the gaping wound that uh, Davina already made, kind of piercing even deeper, and you see the toe just... 
I haven't had to work this hard for a meal in quite some time. What would you like to do after that? That was your action. Yeah, I mean, I'll say you can use your bonus action to take a look at that scarf. Sure, let's do that. Let's look at the scarf. <laughs> Should I roll for that? No, you don't need to roll for that. What color is it? Do I like this color? Um, you do not need to roll for picking up the scarf. I will say that the scarf says something. <laughs> I shoot my short bow, wounding the demon heavily, and then ADD, get distracted, notice a scarf on the ground, and go and look at it, because it's no longer my turn. I like to think you shoot your short bow, and you like watch your arrow go hit the toad, and you go, nice! And then as you're like looking down with your like fist pump to yourself, you see the scarf. Like, huh. Mm, okay. uh, you read it. And you see that it's... Would you like to just say it out loud so everybody knows? No. No? Not yet. How does Tucker react upon reading this? Surprise. I act a, a little shocked at reading it. I can't remember who this applies... Oh, I know who this applies to. Why is it smart? <laughs> um, I am like not going to tell To roll a history else. check? Sure, let's do a history check. Oh, 17 minus 1, 16. The humanoid that was eaten earlier might have been another smuggler. Do with that information what you will. <laughs> At the end of Tucker's turn, Terra, that is you. For anyone that's wondering, I wrote a nat fucking one on Mogren's fucking initiative. He is going last. <laughs> is he dead? No, he's not dead. He's still doing for How much HP does he have? You don't know? He looks... Finish him. I would like to cast Hideous Laughter. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Please describe yourself casting Hideous Laughter. Just like a soprano dying oh, is wonderful. my ritual to cast <laughs> So I'm going to... Mogren does get to make a saving throw. Gets to make a wisdom saving throw. If it fails, then we'll see what happens. Uh, what is your saving uh, DC? It's at the top of your spellcasting page. The larger number. Top. top. I'm sorry, it's 13. Okay, so I will tell you now, he has a plus two to wisdom, but I wrote a ten, so he starts to <laughs> fall to the ground and just burst out in laughter, which sounds so strange from a guttural toad on its back, as it starts to kind of roll around here and there. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do? So he's not dead? No. Uh, inspire us. Ooh. Yeah, I would like to inspire... My comrade. Okay. Who would you like to inspire? I would like to inspire Davina Good. Okay. Because um. she is so twinkly. <laughs> <laughs> She's inspiring herself. <laughs> the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> Who would I sing for Davina to like inspire Davina? For the love of God, please. <laughs> Something like really cute. For the love of God and all that is holy and unholy. It's place. raining tacos. <laughs> Just, <laughs> this is my jam, yes. You give inspiration to your party member. Yeah. Davina, you feel inspired. That is the end of your turn, I imagine. Are you staying in the same spot? moving around. Okay, that is now Mogren's turn. Mogren needs to spend his turn fucking laughing on the ground and rolling around. While being prone, he is going to, like, push himself away from you guys just with his feet. Just like, ha, 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 
<laughs> does your laughter damage him? No, it, it just, just makes him unable to do anything. Oh, that's so good. However, when someone hurts him, he gets to reroll to try to get out of it. He also gets to reroll at the end of his turn. So that was your last spell slot yeah, for the day. Poor demon. Um, so he's going to reroll to try to get out of this effect. What was the spell save DC? Thirteen. So I rolled a fifteen. At the end oh. of his turn, he stops laughing and just kind of like looks at you guys. In the olden days, it was so easy to get prey. Why I haven't laughed like that? I didn't know that was a thing that could be done. I dislike you. So, I believe now in the turn initiative, that goes back to Davina. This toad is still prone. It is still on its back. As you approach it and you notice that it is lying on its back, you are struck with a mental assault. You are kind of walking towards it and you realize this has happened before. You've gone through this experience before. In another life, something like this has happened before. And something wrong has happened in this very moment. In the moment when you decided to strike it down, you missed. You spared it. Something happened to where Mogren was able to continue living. And in that moment, its tongue had lashed out and done something to something down that other hallway. As soon as this memory appears, it disappears. And Mogren is lying on the ground as you approach. What are you going to do? I approach it with confidence. And then suddenly I'm going to have this moment of like... And I just kind of shake my head a little bit. Disoriented. And I would think that Davina would take this as this guy needs to go down right at this moment. <laughs> now or never. From so. everyone else's perspective, you see as Davina approaches the giant toad, she seems to freeze for the briefest of seconds and completely lock up before she shakes out of it and continues. And with more determination than I had before, I'm going to cast Eyesight. So you move close and you form the knife in your hand. Any words you want to say to him? Not this time, buddy. I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to go down. Wait, wait, no, please, no, 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 no. You don't understand. We're so hungry. I need to eat. I need to eat to survive. I'm going to make you an angel. What? No, any, anything but an angel. No, no. So uh, I'm gonna just take the knife and put it inside my bow, and then it's kind of like a triple effect, where if this hits, it's also going to create that kind of explosion with that spell and the archer effect of light that kind of follows that knife. I will say because it's meant to be a separate attack, you're just going to want to shoot twice probably. Okay. Or at the very least, I'll say you can put the ice knife on the string made of light as well as create an arrow of light and just shoot both of them and roll separate. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. For flavor though, we'll say you're doing a double shot. <laughs> yeah. Seven... 16 plus 4. So for the oh, for the uh, the arrow? For the ice knife? For the ice knife. Okay, that 20. hits. And then roll to see if you hit with the arrow. 11 plus 4? 15. Seven. So 15. So that was a 15 and a... 20? 20. Yeah, both of those hit. <laughs> uh, so I believe that is what? A d8 plus 2 plus a d10 plus 2d6. Let me roll the dex save with disadvantage. I imagine 11 does not pass your deck saving throw. No. <laughs> D8 is a 3. 4, 2, 3. So that's 14. Is that 14 damage? Yeah. He is on death's door. But he is still alive. That is really, really, really bad. You go up and you just start pelting this guy with arrows. Just... Oh no. 
you start pouting this guy with shot after shot after shot. However, he is still just barely alive at the end of it all. And as you are approaching him, since you are now kind of more towards the middle of the room, you can hear into the hallway to the left that you guys had seen when you entered. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Three. Three plus... Two. Plus two, so a five. You do not hear them in time, as suddenly another creature runs into this room thoroughly confused. You guys see it is a sort of red humanoid creature wearing thick plated armor with a blade at its side that has red skin and a hair up into a high ponytail with a squat nose. It is clearly slightly injured, but it runs in kind of glaring at you guys. What? Who are all of you? What are you doing in the sewers? This is distinctly not a creature that should be in the kingdom. The toad is going to use a reaction to strike at the creature that has entered. And it manages to, with its long elongated tongue, strike out and wrap around this other creature. And in a flash, you see this creature gets pulled 20 feet into the toad's gullet. (sighs) Morsels are always so tasty. Tucker, that is your turn. (laughs) This thing does not die. Is it still prone? It is still prone. I'm gonna run up and use my rapier. 11. 13 plus 4, 17. 17 definitely hits. I'm going to tell you right now that Mogren only has <laughs> 2 HP left. Finish him. You oh. don't need to roll damage. It is impossible for you not to kill him. I get plus 2 no matter what. Yep. My- so finish him. Alright, so I, I sprint up to Mogren, I leap into the air, grab pulling my rapier out, and I slam down onto him with my rapier straight into his mouth and just stab all the way in as far as I can go until my rapier comes to a grinding halt with the hilt all the way on his flesh. You run up and you finish this demon. It was already just on the ground. Really had a shit fight, honestly. Had a really, really difficult time. Probably should have tried to actually attack you guys instead of being like, I'm going to do the scary thing. But you finish off Mogren. As you stab into him, you see he shrinks in form back to what you had seen in the Bounty Hunter Flyer, to this small little horned toad. And you kind of see it slide off of your rapier. But as Mogren shrinks, you see that the creature that it had been trying to digest and swallow folds out of its mouth. Just kind of crumbled, clearly very very injured you guys do not see its eyes open or anything like that but it is covered in slime and just kind of like slides out of its mouth as mogren shrinks back to its normal both creatures or just the one that he ate last just the one that he ate last the other one was seemingly already fully digested awesome quick stun which means that guy's dead that one that just slid out would you guys like to investigate it yeah. Uh, we are still in the initiative order that is Hera. Would you like to do a investigation or medicine check to see if it is conscious? Yes. Eight plus one. A nine? You can't tell anything from it, really. That's unfortunate. We'll go back around. Mogren is dead. Davina, would you like to investigate this creature? Yes, I have a two in medicine, so I could huh? do that. What did you get? Two. Two. You cannot tell... Whether or not it is alive or not. Tucker, that is your turn. 
You guys are all kind of just like breathing and heaving right now, just trying to like recover from this very, very tense fight. Even though it went well, it was still like. <sighs> it's investigation or medicine? Yes. Not one. You cannot tell shit. Oh, Tara? No I, <laughs> I don't have any spells left today. And it's I can't mend any of its breaks if they're not. Uh... Well, I guess you have to kill it then. Uh, <laughs> oh god, I either have to. Well, can't we just leave it? We have we have the toad. Let's go get some money. <laughs> you guys could always just leave it here, yeah. On my turn, I can cast guidance on Tucker. Tucker and <laughs> I mean that'd be your action, though, right? Yes. Also, I will say this for Terra: one random creature that's not supposed to be here being brought in is great. What, what about two? There could be another bounty for this creature. You don't know. Right. It's not supposed to be here either way. How much weight can I carry? Uh, we don't really use carrying capacity unless it's like to an extreme. You guys can probably carry this. I'm a small dwarf. Can I carry this creature? Uh, It would take at least two of you, I'd say. You said it shrunk. No, the the toad toad shrunk. As the toad shrunk, the thing. Oh, you're talking about the thing that came out of it. Can he carry the creature? Probably, yeah. You carry the creature. I'll carry the toad. Do you want to do the guidance thing? Yeah. What is what is it for? So it'll help you do like a medicine check or an investigation check. I already did a medicine check, so does that mean I have to do You can keep doing them. Yeah. Oh, so I can just keep rolling? You can keep basically yeah. like poking and prodding and trying to figure something out. Yeah. Let's just do that. <laughs> okay. I will, yeah. I will say that there is a time-sensitive manner yes. to this that you guys do not really know about quite yet. Oh. That okay. is Davina's turn. I'll cast Guidance on Tucker. I'm just gonna put my hand on his chest and just give him a knowing nod. This is really weird. Stand up straighter and feel all self-important. <laughs> More self-important. <laughs> all right, so, Tucker. Just to add on to guidance, you can roll the die before or after making the ability check. What does it do? It adds. Uh, you can roll another d4 and add that number to one ability. Gotcha. Check. That is now your turn. Ooh, you can even need that. Plus one, not twenty. Oh. Uh, it is still alive, but it is currently oh, sorry. it Plus is currently basically two. unconscious and is trying to stay like stable. It Do I is... know what it is? No. It's alive. <laughs> <laughs> I think dying. Uh... We need to stabilize it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to get used to that slowly. Yeah. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. It is truly an insane voice. Yeah. Um, that is, I believe, Tara's turn. I am going to try to stabilize this creature. Okay. So. Roll a medicine check. DC 10. 8. Plus 1 is 9. Uh, you are not able to stabilize it. That is the Venus turn. I could use my bardic inspiration for this, I guess. Yeah, you could. Oh, it's 20. I'll just... Oh, did you get that 20? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you kind of just put your hands over this dude's chest and just start kind of giving chest compressions, and eventually you see its breathing kind of <gasps> kind of stabilizes a little bit. It's not conscious, but it is at the very least not actively dying. Okay, sounds good. And that is where we will end our session. Woo! Yeah! I am annoyed as all hell. God damn it, Mogren was able to do shit. Uh, well, we're sorry. We were just... It got well. fucked by action economy <laughs> so hard. Was Holy it? fuck bad that I didn't kill it on that track? No. Oh, well, it was more so 
Well, I can't really reveal too much about what was going on there, but yeah. Yeah, I was just hoping it's not going to be like a butterfly effect that the rest of the campaign is going to be based on this to sit like this moment. I would never do something that far fetched. Come on now. <laughs> so so many dirty looks being thrown my way. Jesus, guys, <laughs> you guys have no trust. No. So, <laughs> I have a question about this scarf. You were like, hey, he was eating somebody, and then the scarf fell, and the scarf was like, the next guy he's going to eat is alive. What? What? What did the scarf say? Oh, I didn't tell you guys what the scarf said. Oh, you just told us that that guy's alive. We should try and stabilize him? Wait, so... The part that you said is... It's the red skin dude. No, 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 no. So there was a guy who got eaten when we were entering the room. Yeah. And his scarf fell. He was fully digested. Yeah. Some new dude showed up later and got eaten. And he's the crumpled body we just stabilized. Right. But I was confused when we asked, hey, what did the scarf say? And you're like, I'm not going to tell them what the scarf said. And it's like, are you sure? And you were like... The guy should be stabilized. And I was like, that's what the fucking scarf said? Oh, no. I, I was confused, my bad. No, 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 no. You guys have no idea what the scarf said. I feel like I need to figure out how to, like, voice those miscommunications, because half the time I'm like, well, what? For why? <laughs> but that's just because I'm new. I'm getting there. No, it's fine. You guys are doing really well. How was it for you guys to have your first ever combat experience as a party? You guys have never done that before. So anxiety-riddled. I kept... I kept being afraid that he was going to lash out his tongue and swallow one of us whole, and then we were just going to all die one by one because we weren't going to be able to handle it. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Little did we know, fate had us in mind when it was like, Master DM, you get nothing with this villain you've created. All right, look, how many fucking crits was that in the fucking combat? Jesus Christ. I max damaged on a short boat. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Especially at lower levels, that matters so much more because everything fucking... Oh, yeah. I'm so annoyed. Because later on, it doesn't matter if you max roll on like a, D, like a D6. That doesn't matter as much later on. You're, the reason why later on you get stronger is because you're just rolling more dice. Mm-hmm. But it's way lower chance to roll maximum dice. That's like the equivalent of rolling at like level 10 or 15 or whatever, rolling maximum on all of your dice. Oh. That's the, the reason why I was like, oh shit. Also, peek behind the, the laptop screen, Giant Toad stats, it had 39 HP. So did it oh. heal at all when it ate the dude? No. Oh. It was just being weird spiteful. reaction it had then. I'm in pain. It was just being spiteful. <laughs> it was just being spiteful. It came to eat. That oh. first attack I did almost half health did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, didn't you roll almost maximum on all of them? Yeah, and after that, I was like, inspire like this bitch. <laughs> I can't do shit compared and, to that. And here's the thing, is that her ass didn't even fucking use Guiding Bolt yet. That is what I am terrified of. I forgot about that. God so damn yes. it. Yeah. So I guess you still have it in, in stock then. Yay! Uh, anyways, congratulations to you guys for not Woo! wiping. Uh, congratulations to you guys for thoroughly stomping my plans, as I had referenced might be the fucking case with some of these goddamn sessions. But yeah, otherwise, I think we are good to end session two. We are making it along. Thank you to everyone for joining us tonight. I hope that you have found entertainment in my folly and our players' successes, because that is not always going to be the case, because there will be times, I swear, when I catch y'all slipping, and when y'all slip, y'all will eat shit. Thank you all for joining us. Please tune in next week for session three, when we find out exactly what's going to happen due to the results of today's session. Thank you, and bye bye Oh, wait. End the night with a clink!